Welcome to episode 12 of the Bend It Like Bentner podcast. You know what we do here. You've been here for the last 20 years. You guys know what's up. <laughs> hey guys, yeah, yeah, you know what's up, yeah. Wow. You get what uh, I'm putting down. I'm not. I'm. I'm not cutting this. I'm not cutting this. We're just. We're just keep going. We just keep going. <laughs> that was fantastic. That was the best intro so far. All right. Thank you very much. You. You know this. You. You know what we do. This Premier League podcast got some premium, Premier League content for you. From some insanely smart analysts. Because we as always remember he's here today, so we actually have people that watch the games, but. Yeah. Well, well, Sebastian is a re- resident dumbass now, actually. But, um, <laughs> before we get into all that, as always, re- remember to hit us up on Instagram at Bandit Like Bentner and on Twitter I at Bandit Like Bandit One. Yes, sir. Cutter created the handle, by the way. And um... <laughs> best handle on Twitter. Uh, I'm Jonathan. I'm joined by Stellar Panel. We we just got three people today. We're we're keeping it light. We got Cutter. What's up? What's up? And Joey. How are y'all doing tonight? I'm doing fantastic. I'm, I'm doing I'm I'm doing pretty good. There we go. <laughs> doing pretty good sitting on top of the table. Feels nice. <laughs> Crown on my head. Are you, are you guys actually? Yes. What do you mean? Are you actually? We're, we're top of the table for two Did we not weeks. just have like a 30 minute discussion? <laughs> <laughs> on what? On how you guys are top of the table? I, well, I'm sure Cutter mentioned that. it at least four times. No, I didn't. Mm. You, I know you said it once. Nah, I know you did. No, nah, I just said that we both had the top four in our predictions. We're the only ones that had that. Yeah, that, that, that's all he said. Yeah. But, um, given that it's all Chelsea and Spurs fans, I think it'd be fitting if we start with the big game of the weekend a lot of people thought it was a big stinker but i kind of I, I actually really enjoyed the game as you guys know but i kind of want to hear from you guys first oh yeah um, masterclass. yeah <laughs> my favorite part my favorite part was the first 65 minutes where we saw the best baller in the premier league play mr tang eaton dumbbelly himself <laughs> Got past contact at least three times easily win. without a, without breaking a sweat. One man of the match. What can I say? Joey, how how can you watch a game and and your favorite part is sixty five minutes of the entire game? It's <laughs> <laughs> pure entertainment. So That's basically, why. basically, you just like the game. Yeah, basically. My favorite part of the game is that Werner had the lowest match rating out of all the Chelsea players. Ooh. Wait, wait, where did he play? <laughs> oh. You <laughs> see. No, no, I, that, that's not even a, that's not even a, 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 a we're not getting into that. <laughs> we're not, no, because it doesn't make sense to talk about, about that in this context. Like, I thought he was No, just, no, he, he wasn't was exactly. Like, he was like, he wasn't very clinical. Like, he wasn't doing very good in the final third, but I feel like he was in a lot of good positions and then he just, lose the ball like over and over again but i thought he was getting a good position but i mean i guess he played he played absolutely terrible in in the midweek against ren that that was the worst game by far it was but um you know before the game joey or, or not before the game the day before the game me and joey were talking a while about um 
this game and he said something that I thought was insane. He was like, you know what I'm watching for this game? I want to see Ndombele versus Kante. And I was like, what What are you talking about? <laughs> like, I, I, was so, I was so confused. And he was like, just watch, just watch. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'll watch. Yo, Kante was getting spun around over and over. It was so funny. Here's the thing, though. I rate Ndombele after that game. I really do rate him. Like, I, I don't think that... um. Conte, Conte should have done better, but I think it says way more about Ndombele than it says about Conte because Conte has been having a great season yeah. as always. Like for, for you to bully Conte like that, and 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 we saw the video where they brought in Thiago Silva too. Like that was a special game for Ndombele. Mm -hmm. That that was a pretty special thing. Yeah, and if you think about it, confident. you guys, he looks so confident on the wall. Yeah, if you remember a while ago. Um, well, I guess it was after the first game, Everton, we were like, Spurs have no midfield. No, and now, like, that that might be like the best part of your team. <laughs> the workhorse midfield. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess if you if you include Kane in the midfield, then it would be the best part of your team. But, oh, um, but really think about it. Like, like everyone's seeing Hoigberg's class. I, actually, I don't know why I'm the one singing Spurs praises, but I'm, I'm just telling <laughs> the truth. Going, like, bro, keep going. I'm not going to complain. Just keep going. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Just, it's just like you went from, like, why is Harry Winks on a Premier League pitch to, like, Hoyberg is pure class. Undambele is pure class and, and Sissoko is a workhorse. Sissoko, yeah, Sissoko oh. running up and down the field. I love Sissoko. I've always loved him since he came to the club. He, he fits that role perfectly, that box-to-box. -box. Uh -huh. I mean, like, if if Tangi if Tangi had the stamina to do that and we could put La Celso in front of him, or even Deli, that, that'd be yes, scary. that would be great. If we could put Deli in that role, we need... If we had that pivot of Hoiberg and Undambele, and Undambele can work on a stamina, we can play Deli in a position where he doesn't have the defensive commitment and he can play as that second striker like he used to back when we had Moussa Dembele and Eric Dyer playing as the best CDM in the league, which I don't know what happened. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That was no, it, it was it was Waniyama and Moussa Dembele. Was really good too. Yeah. I mean, Dyer was still very it's good that season back when Dele was breaking out. Dyer was like playing insane. Like he looked like a great holding mid and then he just like lost his legs and forgot how to run. Don't really know why. <laughs> it, it's funny you say that because since like a few years ago, like my, my brother has always been saying, like he, he always wanted Eric Dyer to go to Man U, and, and, and but like now he's still saying it because he doesn't get to watch that much soccer. And I'm like, bro, he's a center back. You need to chill with it. But <laughs> yeah, he used to be so class. Like there was times where I watched him, and he was reminding me of like Sergio Busquets with like the way he sprayed the ball that wide, and he just sit in that pocket between the two center backs. And like I don't know what happened. He forgot how to pass the ball. And he forgot how to run. Well, I don't, I don't, now he's just I mean, like, you might have to chill with the Busquets, though. Yeah, no, they, 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 that, that's a bit far. <laughs> that, that was Busquets is on a different level. Like, that was extremely he was far. Like, he, was like 20, he, was, he was young. He was young. So you're able to compare him at that point. Like, saying, like, he looks like he grew into that position. But instead, he just got worse. I don't really know why. But now we have Hoybier at that role. So. Yeah, now Hoiberg is looking like Baby Busquets. Looking like the guy Pep wrote, wrote about in his book a couple years back. He was young. I don't think people realize that. I think, what, he's 24? He's 24. 25. Maybe 25, 25. Like, it's not like some experienced 29, 30-year-old player. Did, did we lose Cutter? No, no, he's here. Uh, it's, uh... Cutter? Hello? All right, maybe we did lose him. <laughs> but, 
but yeah, no, Hoybier's doing bits, and as you said, the whole Premier League is is taking note now. I think he has the most passes in the league. No, 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 we heard you, but there's a little lag. Try, try and fix your situation real quick. But, me? um, yeah. Okay. Good job. <laughs> yeah. But before we get too deep into the in, into the teams, I just want to take it back to the to the game for a little bit. I mean, there's there's because there's not too much to say, so we might as well cover it. It was it was basically, in my opinion, actually, you, you, actually no, you you guys gotta go on it because I was about to talk good about Tottenham again. So just no, you guys. Okay, go. okay. No, I'll go. Um, <laughs> it was it was sort of like the City game against Tottenham where. Chelsea were passing it back and forth, trying to create that opening, and Tottenham were preparing for that counter attack. But Chelsea did so much better in containing the counter. Um, and our really big chances was that one at the end, where I hope Gio was hoping Lucas was making that run at the end, or I have no idea what he was doing. And other than that, we had that Serge Aurier shot. That Mendy saved within the first 15 minutes. And also the Bergwijn chance. The Bergwijn chance, too. At the very beginning. And then Chelsea, on the other hand, they had a couple shots on Hugo, but Hugo had that massive save on Mason Mount. Fingertip save. Yeah, I don't know how he that, made that, that save. That was the biggest chance of the game. That 100%. was a really nice yeah, shot from Mount. The chance was the biggest chance of the game. I think Definitely he not. He shanked it so hard. If you watch it back, he, yeah, but, he shanked that shot so hard. Yeah, but Mount's... Mounts almost went in the goal. No, yeah, no, that's what you're that's saying. A big difference. Mounts, was, Mounts was, was the closest. Mounts was the closest chance. I think Bergeron had the greatest chance. The, the greatest, greatest chance should have been Giroud. at the end. Yeah, Giroud. The or Giroud at the end too. Giroud, well. Giroud saw his French compatriot in net and was like, "Nah, I can't score on him." I mean, one of the big taking talking points of the game is the fact that Chelsea could not break us down whatsoever, and. That's coming to yeah. the team where one of our center backs is playing for the first time. I mean, he's put like 10 minutes off the bench and that's it. Coming in, the whole lead's in a back three. Other than that, this is like his first minutes, his first start. And he made one mistake when the offside's goal. But other than that... And he, the header back for yeah, Giroud's shot. Back, yeah. But other than that... That was he, some he, Phil he, Jones he, type shit. <laughs> it was, it was. I mean, he looked like a player that could mold into a good center back. But the fact speaking we're of that offside goal, line, speak, speaking of that offside goal, though, that if that had scored, that was sweet. That was, yeah, that was that so nice. Really I was I was jumping up and down. I was so happy. That was pretty. That was super pretty. I saw the replay on that back, and it curved so much at the end to hit the post and go in. Yeah. yeah but I feel like the fact that we were able to keep our defensive line with a guy who never started before says a lot with what Jose's done with this team. Like, yeah, absolutely. It was it was just um that that's the main takeaway from the game was you guys had an excellent low block because like a, any low block is gonna be you know somewhat effective at, at at stifling the opposition. But if you have a team like Chelsea with all that creativity, like you you have to be pretty spot on to hamper them. Like and, you have four and, extremely flary players starting: Werner, Zayic, Kovacic, and Mount. And I mean, you have Reese James, who's has one of the best whips of all the right backs in the league, probably top three yeah. or four. And they got Chilwell too. Pin balls and Chilwell off the left. Like it's not like it's 
it's a team that's very creative, and we were able to stop you guys from creating that many big chances. Mostly, I'm glad you said you could. The closest chances were coming off of crosses, deep crosses from Reese James, and Tammy Aaron was just forgetting to head the ball. Um, he, he didn't have the time to shot. <laughs> he looked like he was like an 18 year old getting his first start. I don't know what he was doing. But those are the, that, that was like really the one way you guys were carving out chances. Yeah. Like, the game like, was crying out for Giroud. And then yeah. he came on and, and he missed he missed his opportunity too, too. Unfortunately, he didn't get the headers that Tammy got. I think we all agree that if he got one of those headers, he would have Yeah, it, sh- it should have been vice versa at the end, right? Yeah. Where Tammy came in for that well, chip and Giroud had like those headers. Giroud, yeah. I, I feel like it wasn't as easy as the chances it looks. Like it was it was a, kind of an awkward balance. Like it wasn't and Luis was in had a really good positioning as well. I feel like he should have he probably should have he should have put it in a better spot than he did. But I feel like it wasn't like a, a clear even like, if, how'd you miss that chance? Even if it even if it's not like as good a chance as I personally think it is, what he did do was was yeah, pretty bad. Like like he, like he passed it to his hands. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he was trying to put it um, to the near post, and he probably should have put a little to the back post. Just chip it. Chip That's it. what he tried to do. Yeah. But obviously, this game was was zero zero, so it, it it wasn't just on one side. I thought Chelsea's defense played really good again. Yeah, yeah, no, another, they another didn't concede anything. Yeah, like it, was, um, it wasn't one of those games where it's a boring one one, and it's just poor passes in the attacking third the entire game. Yeah, it was more of good defending than poor attacking in this game which I think a lot of people I think a lot of people were bored though yeah. which is interesting maybe I I honestly think it, it might be just because we're Chelsea's first fans and we're so invested in the game that might be what that might be why we had a good time but um I, well, I don't it know a little more back and forth and if you watch I don't know like the Chelsea United game where there was literally just poor passes back and forth in the final third, third and that's why there was no goals. It wasn't as much yeah. to do with good defending. It was more to do with poor attacking. Where I feel like this game had a lot more to do with good defending. Good plays by the DMs between Sissoko, Hojberg, Kante, Kovacic, or big headers won by Zuma and Roden. It was more of that type of game. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought something that's really important for... Chelsea, you could you could tell it was in the game plan. Um, or, or before I say this, to why it was like a good game for me, it was like a clear tactical battle. Yeah. Like it, it's not it it wasn't just stagnant offensive play. You could see what the managers were trying to do to stifle each other, and it just it kind of worked too well. But um, <laughs> plus I think both teams were kind of fine with the draw. Like like neither team was was uh in the last twenty minutes going to throw people forward because then we would have gotten a couple of late goals. Yeah, that's a reason why I don't think Mourinho put any attacking subs in until, what, the 91st minute where he put in Lucas? So, And he even put yeah, in exactly. Ben Davies for Bergwijn. So. Well, that's what they would do yeah. a lot. We'll put in Davies for, Berg, for the, our left attacking midfielder and bring Riggolo into the left to the left mid position due to his versatility, yeah. which is nice. You can have more defensive support. Walls, yeah, Walls, no, more Walls, defensive Walls. support. That's why he does it. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure as hell Bale won't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But some, something I really like that Lampard did, me and Joey were trying to, like, guess the lineups the day before. And at first, I, I actually did guess our midfield, but then I was I was thinking about it. And obviously, Spurs have like a really potent um, 
uh, counterattack. So I was thinking maybe he would he would play Jorginho instead of Kovacic. Oh yeah, no. And I said no way Jorginho is playing. There's no way he plays. He'll, the our midfield's too pacey for him. That's what I said. I well, like, they're pacey, he but, but he's he's a deeper player than Kovacic. So that's why I thought maybe he'd have him and be a little more conservative. But um. Who? Dan drink water. <laughs> In your dreams, bro. It would have been 3-0. Do you still own him? Like, is he still at your club? Um, I'll look I it up. I, I, I have much interest in that. I, I'm pretty sure he's not. He could be a free agent for all I know. But, um, yeah, I like what Lampard did because he played a pretty attacking midfield, having or, or a little more attacking midfield than what I just said, having Kovacic, Kante, and Mount. But then it was clear that, that they coached them well. Anytime Chelsea lost the ball, all three of them were sprinting back. Like, they were hauling ass. And and those particular players, like, like sometimes, you know, Mount will be past the forward line. Kovacic can be a little bit lazy at times. But, but you could tell they were all taking it, the defensive duty seriously. And particularly Conte, like, Udna Mele owned him a couple of times. But other than that, I thought he was really good on the day, like, I, I think some of it you couldn't really see because he wasn't necessarily making tackles, but he, he was just always getting back and, and he was always in the right position for me. Like, And, and that was the reason you guys couldn't um, really break through the middle, I thought. Uh, and you mentioned, too, that Zuma had a really good game. Bro, I thought Zuma was trying, so to, trying to deal with Son. Um, that was the weird thing about this game. game. But other than that, I thought he was, yeah. I thought he was probably your best player. Which the one mistake is, the one mistake was scary though because he he has that in him. Yeah. Like as good as good as he's been playing this season, he does that way too much. I don't know what it is about Chelsea, but Zuma does that. Christensen, uh, Rudiger, e- even Tamori at times. Um, <laughs> even Silva, who did it against West Brom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean. Yeah, I guess you could say even Silva because that was like the worst one. <laughs> we have similar issues, so I understand that. Oh yeah, you guys definitely have similar issues. With Dyer <laughs> the, and Davinson. The exact same issues with Dyer. Davinson's and about to be out of a job Davinson's because of that. The only player that has been making mistakes this year is Adebayo. He's been so good this year, so him going down our last game was big. If you think about it, it's we basically we're just saying the same thing. Like it's a bunch of yeah. defenders that same. have mistakes in them, and then one experienced. Old, great defender yeah, who's I mean, a veteran. Joey, would you agree? I don't know how many, how much you watch like other games and other center backs, but do you think Adebayor might be the best center back so far this year from any team? Um, honestly, I don't know. Um, I haven't I haven't been watching other teams as much as I should be, but for Tot- Tottenham, hundred percent, yeah. Ruben Diaz has been doing good for City when he's played. Um, Thiago Silva really... has been doing fantastic. Yeah, Terry has been really good as well. And Dyer hasn't been messing up that much. Uh, Burnley? <laughs> Burnley, that Burnley, oh my god. <laughs> I just remembered that one, but it didn't. Co- it didn't lead to the goal. So the only the only thing that I thought of when I said Dyer was the Andy Carroll handball. Yeah, 
or the uh, Eric Dyer handball. as well with Danny Ingram through the back line. Oh yeah, that was that was awesome. Okay, I, I take that back. You you would think it would be Laporte who who you guys haven't mentioned yet. I actually saw Laporte made make a really dumb mistake against Sheffield. I don't know if any of you guys caught it when um the, that game was I think yeah that game was like zero zero for a while and and re, or no sorry one zero because of the Kyle Walker goal and Re and Brewster had like an amazing chance. I thought that that was Laporte's fault. That, that was like a month ago, so I don't remember the specifics, but. Well, I'm sure Case watched. (laughs) I'm not so sure. I didn't mention City is because they've had. And I I say that, but they really haven't. I haven't. Oh, Cutter's having mic issues again. Oh, I am. Hello, hello. Wait, Cutter, Cutter, you got you got to wait a second. And wait, this always happens. Any anytime we point it out, it's better. I think it's just scared. It's just scared of me and Joey. If we acknowledge if we acknowledge its existence, it stops. You, you can keep going. Alright, okay. So, uh, what's it called? Just, I feel like I haven't watched that many city games this year. But then I just went and looked, and I realized I watched the city Leicester game, the city Leeds game, the city Arsenal game. I watched the city Liverpool game, city city Spurs. So I guess I really have watched a decent amount. And I watched five of their games, but I feel like I haven't watched. I feel like I haven't watched a lot of them this year. I don't know why. So I, I don't know. So it's hard for me to analyze some of their players. I don't know. I don't know why though. Yeah. I actually watch them a lot. Too bad I mean, they've all the Leeds games and Brighton games. They've been conceding less. They they've kind of they've kind of seems like they've solved their problems. Yeah, I mean they lost two like, zero. They, last, they barely two concede any goals. They lost two zero last week. Well, last week doesn't exist on this podcast. <laughs> 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 I mean, they have two clean sheets in, a, in their last three games. Or for last who who games. did they lose to again? Yeah, oh, they lost to they lost to you guys. My bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, idiot. Yo, you're, I don't know if you guys realized, but the two podcasts we didn't do was when you guys beat Man U 6-1 and when you guys beat Man City 2-0. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good Which, that, which is perfect. <laughs> in case we're not enjoying himself. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not a good thing, man. That would that would have been perfect. Yeah, true. It would be very funny <laughs> to have a podcast, man. <laughs> yeah, I think we I think we should move on to some other things. But before we do, I I just want to ask a very simple question, and I think it's obvious what our answers are going to be, but I still want to ask it. At this very moment of of these two teams, Chelsea and Spurs, because obviously they're doing better than most people expected. Who do you think has a better chance of winning the title? Spurs. And the reason I say that is I think they are going to do better against the top six than Chelsea will. Joey? Um, that's actually a good question. Um, honestly, I would say Chelsea just because of how much money they spend, their players, their depth. And you, like you said, Thiago Silva in the back line has been helping. Mendy in the back line has been helping. But and it's been a good what eight games for them, and I guess it's been a good eight games for Tottenham too. Um, I guess just can they keep it up? But I'd probably say Chelsea as a Spurs fan. Well, you say that. Wow, the point I just made was first the top six. Chelsea has one. Or Chelsea has two points from their three games against the top six teams, or like the big top six. Ha- have they played City yet? yet? I, they played Liverpool right away. That was kind of bad for them. They played Liverpool right away. I mean, played, and I wish played, our first game wasn't against Everton, you know? Yeah. We, we played against Everton <laughs> in form. 
I mean, but you, they, you tied, can... they tied United 0-0, that tied us 0-0. You can't really analyze... I mean, I mean the, the Spurs and Man U, U games, you can say, but the... The Liverpool one, you almost don't, like those early games. Almost don't count them because it was a exactly. Well, the main the main reason I say it though, not because of what's happened. I just went and looked to see if it backs up my point that I made, and it did. But I feel like the way we play suits up against good teams better than the way you guys play well. I feel like the mm-hmm. way we attack in small numbers, and I feel like against a team that pushes up high, like City, who we beat, or Liverpool or even Arsenal, like, we're just going to eat up their back line because we we will only need Kane, Son, Bergeron, and Dombele to get behind them. Well, when we play against you guys, you guys are a much better defensive team than all those teams, other than maybe City. But City pushes more men forward than you guys do. They don't have that Conte that can sit there in that hole and help them out. Like, I feel like Conte probably and... is, Conte is probably the reason why we didn't win that game is because he's so good in that role. He can break up the play, whereas City doesn't have that play. I mean, they have Rodri, but let's be honest. We all know he is nowhere near as good as Conte. <laughs> and Cutter, going, going, going back to what you just said about Spurs attacking in small numbers, that's new. Yeah. Like, when we had Erickson and Delhi in the starting XI, we, we couldn't really attack in small numbers. Never. And Don Belly is a player <laughs> to dribble past everyone and make a hard final pass through in the final third, mm-hmm. especially with the likes of Son, Bergwijn, and hopefully Bale soon. In front of him, Erickson and Delhi are more of possession build-up players. Yeah, in a so, way, you guys are trying to pull off a a Leicester. Not saying that you guys were Leicester last year, but like Hoiberg is kind of your Conte, Son is your Vardy, um, Kane is your Mares. Like it, it, it it's, it's kind of a similar thing because they were a, a very counter-attacking team. <laughs> so Sokos are Danny Drinkwater. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> Lucas Lucas is Mark Albrighton. Oh it, it, it matches up perfectly. <laughs> no, but you see what I'm saying, though, right? Because like it, I do. So, wait, I, Leicester. I know what you're saying attacking in small numbers and creating chances with the three yeah. or four players. And, and like the the focal point of the team, it was very it was centered around these two guys. Like they had this one-two punch of Mares Vardy, and you yeah. guys are hitting the league with this. Obviously, Kane's better than. Uh, or Kane right now is better than Mahrez has ever been. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. I, you can probably guess who I think is going to win the league. I think, I, I, But I truly do think Chelsea is going to win the league. If I didn't, I wouldn't say that. Um, I, I find it interesting that we're even – not interesting. I'm happy that we're even having this conversation. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm very happy that we're I mean, in the race. But, but That's the thing. So, let's say neither of us trip up in games that we should be winning. Like, we don't trip up in the Sheffield games, the Burnley, the West Brom games. You guys don't draw points in those games. And it comes down to the games against the top six. Do you guys really, do you think your team is really going to get more points against the top six than we will? Like, do you do you think your team can beat Liverpool with the way you guys play and the way they play? Uh, this current Liverpool, absolutely. How about Man we'd, be favor- we'd be favorites against against the Liverpool this year. How about a City? Because personally, I don't think you guys match up against them well. Honestly, I think I think you're making a good point, but I think like, just back to what Joey weekend, said. I feel like Leeds this weekend. It's gonna. I don't know. You guys could get outscored. 
Like it depends well, on how you. Well, guys... we, well, we we can talk about Leeds in a, in a second, but I I just feel that Chelsea has a better team. Like I, I think Chelsea is so complete. Like what Spurs yeah, is doing right now is is great, and I I honestly I kind of do like your point that um that it's better to play against the big teams um with like a really good defense and and attacking in small numbers and and having these you know super players up top. Mm-hmm. But Spurs are a little one-dimensional right now. In fact, not even a little, because you guys, to some extent, play this way even against the small teams. Whereas Chelsea, like, we're hitting you on the left, on the right. We're hitting you in a million different ways. So you could say that you guys are better against the big teams, but in in general, like, you guys could... I don't know how to say it, but you guys could get found out in a way, or, like, the form could, could dry up. And, mm-hmm. and I think that that will happen at, at least for like a patch, mm-hmm. whereas che- Chelsea is just a little more um, complete. Mm-hmm. I mean, r- right now we could talk about who we think is the best defense, but if, but if you just look at pure numbers, goals going in the back of the net, right now, like Chelsea is getting clean sheet after clean sheet. Like we have less. Goals. So are we have, so we are have, we? We have the least goals against in the league. We have. We, we have the most clean sheets. I mean, if it wasn't for Kepa, we we would have the least goals. I mean, if it wasn't for Donaldson Sanchez, we'd have probably. If it wasn't for that West Ham game, yeah. If it wasn't for that game, we should probably have six goals against right now because of Donaldson Sanchez having an absolute stinker. And that Andy Carroll had it, bro. Yeah. The uh, I, w- I would I, bet, all even, though. All of our goals have been so bad. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I would bet, though, that if. If you just took the stretch since since Mendy and Thiago Silva came in, and I know I, you might say that's a little bit unfair, but that's that's what our team is now. If you I just mean, took that stretch, we probably I'm pretty sure we've only conceded two goals. That has to be the least. Oh, probably. I mean, I don't know. Wait, maybe so not many, because what many, we have three clean sheets in a row. Yeah, how many? It's so how it's many, like seven. Many, it's like seven how games. games. How many games in a row? It's been six or seven. You said. Yeah, there was a game that Thiago Silva didn't play, and, and we got a clean sheet in that game too. But yeah, it's been six or seven. M- Mendy has six clean sheets, so it's okay, probably so been like eight. Last, so our last seven games, right? We've sure conceded. J- just say how many? Yeah. Zero one, so zero, two, Four, one, five. We're going to see a three against West Ham. Five, four, and the United game. Six, five. Six, five. Yeah, I say five. That West Ham game and that fucking United penalty. Oh yeah, yeah. And the brain, the brain with that foul against Hoybier. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I rest my case. I rest my case. Okay. You ain't got to take the case, but I rest it. <laughs> I want to I want to talk about this Leeds Everton game now. I was thinking the same thing, Joey. Um, I don't I don't have. Oh, the one thing I do have to add when you were saying like how Chelsea have different styles of attack or can attack from the left and the right. Yeah. When we hopefully Delhi comes back into the picture, we could input him, and then Lo Celso is a different style than Tangi. And then also, if we have a fit bail out wide too, then we'll have the punt, the punch on the left, the punch on the right, Bale, the uppercut in the middle. Bail is the I trump like, card. Honestly, if Bale becomes wait, wait, hold, hold on a second. Yeah. If Bale becomes Bale, 
um, you guys should win the league. You have Mourinho as the manager. You have Bale, Kane, Son. You're supposed to win the league. If Bale keeps laying an egg... You say Mourinho, Son, Kane, Bale. What about Klopp, Firmino, Son... And Sal- or Firmino, Salah, and Mane. Just, just, just take the compliment. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, but no, but, but, well, we could, we could talk about Liverpool real quick before we get to Everton Leeds. I don't think Liverpool are winning this year at all. I hear a lot of people saying they're still favorites. I don't see Liverpool winning for the simple fact. I mean, I'm not saying anything new, but they don't have Joe Gomez. They don't have Van Dijk for the whole season. Fabinho and Matip can be as good a pair as you want. They can't withstand the amount of games. Like They're going to have to play Nathan Phillips. They're going to have to play this other young guy. I, their whole midfield is out right now. I, I don't see how that works. They played think- uh, uh, an academy keeper tonight, I think. His number was like 62, and they yeah. won 1-0 against Ajax. <laughs> yeah. yeah don't get me wrong. They're, they're still really good. They're still really good. They'll, the they'll get Champions League. Did you see the team that Bayern put out against Atletico and still got a point? Yeah. Oh, they got a point? Yes, <laughs> with that team. Bro, Bayern, Bayern are assholes for getting a point in that they game. Didn't, they, didn't, they didn't even have Lewandowski <laughs> in the team at all. I, I know. I saw, I saw the lineup. Oh, my gosh. Another thing, too, though, I, I just got to take I just gotta take credit for this. I wish everyone was here, but a, a while ago, like six weeks ago, I, I asked who are the title contenders. And you, well, I, I don't want to say specifically you guys, but there were people on this podcast Sebastian that were like, Everton have a better chance. To... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that were like, that was funny. I, I, think it, I think it was them. They were like, Everton has a better chance than Liverpool. And I was like, what are you talking about? And they were like, why not? And you know <laughs> what I said? I said, I, I said squad that. And then what happened? They lost like three players. They haven't won one game in the past five games. Yep. They took, because they have no depth. And, and that should have been obvious. But anyway. Just got to pat myself on the back. <laughs> well, Liverpool have more depth than Everton. Biggest thing about Liverpool right now is they are not getting points in those nitty-gritty games. I feel like they're dropping points in all those nitty-gritty games, which is going to be the reason they won't win the league. I feel like even with the amount of, even the players they have left, like their team played against Brighton, is still a great team. Salah, Firmino, Jota. Milner, they, they can beat anybody. Minimino, they can beat anybody. Robertson, Fabinho, Phillips, Williams. I like even you say Phillips and Williams. They're actually decent players. Jim Williams and this Phillips guy's actually been really good for them so far. Yeah, he's I he's mean, been he's, Mane, he's Mane, super Mane, fast. Monte Henderson and Jones off the bench, like they still have players. I mean, in the league, they've only dropped points to besides that Villa slamming. Villa, they only dropped. Biden. Brighton City. was that VAR call at the end. Everton was the tightest Everton. of offsides. And City, um, City, where yeah, I guess you got a point there. Um, but we'll see how they come up against Wolves this weekend, and they then can, we play I, them soon. I'm. I don't even need to see that Wolves game. They can win any individual game. The only way that they win the title for me is if they beat um, West Brom. Is no. <laughs> <laughs> the only way they win the title is if this is one of those seasons where you can win the title with like eighty-two points uh, instead of ninety-five, so, and it might be. I don't think it will. So obviously, it's not going to be at a hundred-point season, but I think this it, season yeah, exactly. is going to come down to who picks up the most points in those nitty-gritty games. 
in those Brighton games against those teams there. The Brighton games, the Leeds, the Wolves, Why? the Everton's, the West Ham, Southampton's, those teams that can take that are can come at you and beat you. And whoever the gets Leeds. Those points in those games, I feel like it's gonna win the league. I feel like those are important games. I'm saying like well, those mid. Why do you think teams, specifically that this mid- year? I feel like. Is, is it because the mid-table teams? There's like a lot of strong mid-table like teams this year. Yes, there's a lot of strong mid-table teams that are going to be taking points from teams. I feel like even West Ham. That's why I, I know. That's why I said West Ham. Like mm. even Newcastle sometimes has good games. I'm, they are the most in and out team I've ever seen in my life. I, they played so bad against us. The fact we tied them is. Horrific. It's like the worst 90 minutes I've ever seen of a team. Well, 97 minutes, whatever the hell it was. Yeah, they were terrible against Chelsea, too. But yeah, they um, have some games where they look really, really good. And I don't understand how. But Speaking of mid-table teams, Everton Leeds. <laughs> Wait, what team were you saying that we just tied, that we tied like, in 97 minutes? Uh, Newcastle. Newcastle, oh. But Callum Wilson has been doing good for them. He's Callum been scoring Wilson and assisting. Same as Patrick Van. Maximin. Um, but yeah, going to Everton Leeds, it was really a tale of disallowed goals, if you ask me. <laughs> Did you guys see Hamas's goal that was disallowed? Yes. Oh, that was God. filthy. Wait, that was filthy. Dude, oh, was you're so right, you're right. Good. This game was so good. So, 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 That's so good. That was a fun game. Yeah, it was, it was super fun because... Every every literally every Leeds game is fun. I watched this game and I hadn't seen them in the few in the last few match weeks, and I was like, "What am I doing? Like, why am I out here watching Man U and Arsenal games with Leeds is going to be doing this every week?" Yeah, like, like Leeds games are more fun to watch because they're so prone to counterattacks that no matter who they're playing against, yeah, the really <laughs> <good>. <laughs> yeah, they can lose to anyone and they can beat anyone, L- literally anyone in the league. But um. Well, maybe they can't beat anyone because they're actually, if you think about it, they're actually not even that good a team because they're so bad at the back and they can't score for their lives. Like, Well, they just had a clean team. sheet against an informed Calvert-Lewin and James Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah, but they... <laughs> I, well, but they what? They, they almost didn't, though. I think going they forward... Almost, they almost didn't. This season, going forward, Leeds midfield has been the best in the league. The, the amount of chances that midfield creates is insane. I would love it's, to see how the, many chances. It's the most in the league. It it's probably the, they're is. number one. I'm pretty sure Jack, I feel like Jack Harrison has to have created the most big chances this season. Like I, That man should have more assists than Kane, but Patrick Bamford doesn't know how to score. Like, I can't, I can't even imagine. Well, well, Jack Harrison. Jack Harrison doesn't know how to score either based on the Everton game. <laughs> their whole team literally <laughs> their I don't understand it they're so yeah Rafinha Rafinha hits the post a lot too and he he was the one who broke the deadlock in the end I bet Bielsa I bet Bielsa does like one drill who? the Pavetta Pavetta bro he is he's so good. fast bro he's like uh, anime Traore, Traore except he's like like a 5-6 little stick bro like <laughs> he is I bet Bielsa literally runs one one drill in training. Like he's just press and 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 pass the ball and then go home. Like they <laughs> they don't do any shooting drills. They don't defend. <laughs> they probably got Melier pressing too. Like uh, he's young. He's only like nineteen, right? Or twenty yeah. something. 
do you guys know that people like people think he's amazing? Like they they think he's gonna be like the next big goalkeeper. Like I think he's good. I feel like he just has some stinky moments at times. Sixty six. No, but okay, yeah. Stinky moments. He has like he has like one Kepa moment a game. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no! I wouldn't say. Bro, that. He's, no, he's that. he's stinky, okay, okay, bro. I was the one that was <laughs> yeah, so harsh I would. in the first game. You don't remember that? That and game. so was I. Like because I, he played terrible. Remember, you just said you. And people watch, said he you, played you just great. Said yourself, you haven't watched him play in a couple games. The the liver. You said Liverpool, right? Yeah, but I'm saying so that's the first game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was talking about the Liverpool game. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, he has a Kepa moment in him, but I feel like he's also a very—he's a very good shot stopper. But I don't—he's, he, you know, he reminds me of, and it actually makes sense. He reminds me of Larice, like Larice from like two years ago. He's a great shot stopper, but sometimes he just does the stupidest things, or just can't, just doesn't catch the ball in a dangerous area, or doesn't punch it out far enough. He just tries to like tip it out, or try to catch it and drop it, which is what Larice does sometimes. It's so annoying. <laughs> Every everyone in that Leeds backline and Melier love passing the ball to the other team, and I I, I do not understand it. Espe- especially, <laughs> or, or, sorry, sorry, not as not anymore. <laughs> you did it last game in the ninety fourth minute. Zuma, <laughs> <laughs> literally. <laughs> I mean, not even no, 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 but look, the, no, but this is Pavetta kid is literally he's five five. Like he's actually they're worse. <laughs> a little midget. They're worse than Chelsea last year at that, and Chelsea were really bad. So yeah, I, 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 they need to get that defense in order. But obviously, you don't you don't look at uh, leads for the defense. But I I just want to say that I I think it might get lost on some people if they don't watch it that much. Which, by the way, I have seen a, a good amount of leads. I just didn't see them in a while. I watched a lot of them at the beginning. But um, some of them might get lost. They're not just a super fast and attacking team. They're a very sophisticated attacking team. One of the things they like to do a lot is... <laughs> what? They are sophisticated. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but what, one of the things they like to do a lot, which which works out really well for them is they like to do these little one twos on the side where like the fullbacks come in or the wingers come in basically anyone wide and it, and it's super effective super quick and it just it just looks really nice like and and overall i feel like they it's very fluid like they always know where to go and once they get the ball they already know where they're going next with it like they their attack is more sophisticated than than most of the big teams in the league. I mean, if you want to say that they're the that they're the best, if if you just took out finishing, hmm. I mean, I mean they're up there. They're, they're they're up there among the best in the league at, at creating chance at um at attacking. Mm-hmm. But you you were talking about that Paveda kid who came on at the end. The the guy that I really liked from that game was Rafinha, yeah, Rafinha. and I'm not yeah. talking about the goal. The goal was really nice, but but take out the goal because I was thinking this before the goal. The whole game, like he's just he's just one of those typical Brazilian guys that just comes from out of nowhere. Like like he came from Ren, just like Edward Mendy. Clearly, they're doing a good job. But um, he just I, I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but like anytime he was I, all over the field. Yeah, but but that's not what I was gonna say. Anytime I see a Brazilian player, I look to see if they're like this Rafinha type, where they're just they just play the game differently. 
Like he's just skillful. Like there was this time where where he got the ball in the box in a tight space. Do you remember that when he got the ball yeah, in the box in a tight space mm-hmm. and he he just spun on a penny yeah. and, and it was a terrible shot, but so okay. just that sort of stuff. So, and he's super pacey too. Just... Reminds me of Tangy and Dumbele. <laughs> oh if, if he had pace and if he could <laughs> play more than if he could play more than half an hour. So yeah, I honestly. I found the site which shows all the expected goals and points and goals against. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Bryden has the fifth most expected points <laughs> in the league. And they're, and they're sitting 16th. That's crazy. So, yeah, so is expected points like, like if you tally up all expected goals and uh-huh, expected uh-huh. goals against? Yeah, yeah. So right now, mm. first and most expected points is Chelsea with 18.89, then Spurs 18.86, uh, Liverpool 18.69, and then Austin Villa 16.72, then Brighton 16.48. So are we underachieving or are you guys overachieving? Uh, we're both mm-hmm. overachieving. We're overachieving more than you, though. Or actually, I'm not, uh, right. ours is 16.86, not 18.86. So wait, yeah, no, we're so we're third, we're third. Liverpool second, you're first. How many points do you actually have? Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Because oh, wow. And you guys have eighteen. No, our nineteen. Expected goals is seventeen, and we have twenty-one. Our expected against you, is twelve, and we have nine against. If you think about it, that makes sense because Son has been super clinical. Well, yeah, and Kane so, always is. Son's expected goals so far this season is three point eight six, and he has and he has nine. So, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. No, but literally that I mean, that makes Kane's complete sense. Expected assist is four point two eight, and he has nine. So, well, I I don't understand expected assist, but that the thing with Son that makes complete sense because he scores like any time you give it to him behind the defense. You're not supposed to score literally every time. Yeah, <laughs> I know he does. He's so clinical one on ones. It's so it's, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. The only team that's let's see who's the most accurate with expected goals. I mean, let's see. It's um expected points. You guys are the closest. You guys have 19 points. We're stuck 18.89. The next closest is Arsenal, <laughs> who are in 14th. That's kind of funny. Everyone else is more than a plus one gap away. You guys are the only or Leeds is within where they should be. They're supposed to be a little better than they are, but. Yeah. It's actually pretty interesting. But um, we, we we talked a lot about Leeds, but what, what did you guys think about Everton? Because they didn't look too impressive to me. Because um, Leeds, Leeds, Leeds pretty much dominated the game. Yeah, it was thought. kind of a, a sloppy midfield from Everton. Um, I think it was different, too. It was the Alan Ducote. Because I, I remember Andre Gomes came off the bench, which is different than how they started the year. But they got well, they, past they, those two with ease. They played a back five, which they don't normally do. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, and they, they were before. they were without right. they were without Dinia and whoever played right back. So, oh, Tom Davies played right back, right? Yeah, Coleman wasn't playing. Yeah, yeah. Coleman, I know Coleman was hurt, and I would guess Sadibe must be hurt too. Um, Usually, but yeah, like, what's his name? Godfrey has. Well, Godfrey played one game at right back, and he was horrible. They, so they just don't. Play yeah, no, he he was part of the three man in the it back. Will be, and Wobie was playing left wing fullback too. Yeah, and they they were getting by him left and right, you know. 
creating so yeah. many chances. This is exactly what I was saying, though. Like they, Everton don't they have that couple, depth. They lose a couple of players, and they have most of their key players. So the only key player they didn't have was was um, Dinia. Other than that, they had Calvert Lewin. Two fullbacks. And they Coleman. don't really have backup fullbacks whatsoever. Sadibe. Yeah. He must have been hurt. Uh, yeah. But, uh, I mean, I guess there's, there's just not really much to say. Like, Calvert-Lewin, didn't get, they didn't get him on the ball at all. Well, he had so that one chance, that, this is which was at a weird I angle. I want to talk about. But I couldn't talk about it with Case because he didn't watch it. But Oh, Sadibe's on Monaco. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> He's not even on the team. That. I did not know <laughs> that. That's a Godfrey's the backup. But uh, if Calvert Lewin can't create changes by himself, he is a goal scorer, and that's about it. That's the only thing he has in his game. He's just a number nine. He's not a number ten. Coacher, yeah. He's I mean, that's really a great thing to be. He's like, I think Patrick Bamford is a more complete striker than Calvert Lewin. Calvert Lewin's more clinical, but Bamford can get involved in the buildup. Calvert Lewin just sits on the back line. And that's all he does. Can't do Calvert Lewin. Calvert Lewin reminds me of a a prime Miramar Giancarlo. <laughs> don't, don't you think, Johnny? Oh, yeah, lucky, lucky. So funny. Oh my That's god. Not, well, actually, no, because when I look at Calvert Lewin, the first thing I think of is him jumping, and I don't know if Giancarlo. <laughs> no, but Giancarlo would just not stop. Sh- he would always shoot. Like even if he missed, he just keeps shooting and. The goals would yeah, eventually so come. Actually, a good thing to go by. Like expected goals, Leeds was three point eleven, and Everton was one point two nine. So I mean, you can really see who was creating chances the most in that game. Mm-hmm. It was a game that Leeds had in the bag. But uh, yeah. well, they don't have it in the bag because the it it's not a fluke that they can't score. Like they need to figure yeah, it out. You I, you got to put the ball in the net at yeah, the end of the day. I <laughs> I mean, they had one cleared off the line. They hit the post, to be fair. They hit the post three times against Arsenal and didn't score a goal. Yeah, but, that was so annoying. <laughs> but, like, I mean, if you keep doing that, it's not even luck anymore. Like, put it in the net, not the post. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. And something interesting. Sheffield's expected goals is 12, and they've scored four. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, and no. I mean, looking at it this week, their expected goals was three point three seven, and they didn't score. Oh my god! It's, it's actually... funny to it's funny to see you like comment through all the expected stuff with teams because this weekend I was I like just discovered that that and I was looking oh, at it did? for players I've been looking last at season. it, but I never found a website to find it, and I just I literally just found one on Reddit the other day, and it has everything. It's act it's so interesting because the thing is. These, these, yeah, these, I like this, it. This is like a good stat to go by, because it, it factors yeah, in exactly. all the bad misses and that kind of stuff, or the flukes. So you can really see like where players should really be compared to where they are, mm-hmm. or how over clinical they are. Like I mean, Southampton's yeah. project should have ten goals. They have nineteen. Like they've been clinical. Um, Chelsea's yeah. your your guys have scored you, five, you six more. We scored four more. So it's, it's actually you have, really interesting. You have to take into account, though, at least with individual players, you can't just you can't just like look at a negative gap and be like, oh, he hasn't been clinical because because like for instance, Gabriel Jesus last season he had the worst gap, which I think is pretty bad. But on the other hand, he had the highest 
expected goals per 90. So like, like just having that have an expected goals is a very good thing. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Because your expected goals is based on your performance too. Mm-hmm. But um, actually all the people with the highest expected goals were city. So I wonder why that, that tells you. <laughs> yeah, I know. For me, the, I feel a lot of the stats I, I, I don't like to pay attention to. So I, I was glad to see it too because it's like another useful stat. The the ones I like are is pretty simple at first. It's just I think goals, assists, that's the best. I think key passes is a good one. Um expected goals and then defenders, I really don't know. Yeah, so I mean look like the highest like you can't just look at tackles. Expected goals per ninety. I mean, out of players I've played at least five games, number one is Benteke. And he hasn't scored yet. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But that funny. shows too that that like with a small, yeah. With a, well, with the a only, small sample so the, the players with because he doesn't start expected goals per ninety. Out of all of the players in the league, Vardy's is like one point oh one. Billy Sharp's played four games, one point oh five. Edison Cavani, one point thirteen. Somehow, Lise Mousset's played 14 minutes, and his expected goals per 90 is 4.44, and his assist is 2.43, and he doesn't have a goal or an assist, so. <laughs> that means, yeah, but, he might. again, that, something like that, you, you can't tell a single thing for 14 minutes. He, yeah. he just had, like, two good chances in 14 minutes. Hey, and John Box has the second best expected goals per 90, or expected <laughs> assist per 90. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Golly. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably move on to another game I feel like I had another point um, yeah I mean what else was there Liverpool Liverpool uh, had the late 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 penalty call against them giving Brighton a point Ripe Cutter was that a well deserved point Brighton finally got Bro, Brian they finally got some Brian love should have won that game Brian really won that game. No, no come yeah, on Brighton played no way game bro yeah, but it, yeah, but it was a it was a dumb penalty, and Liverpool had two offside goals that were like razor thin. Bro, I don't know. I that think, was I think tough draw, on Liverpool. I think a draw is probably the right result, but maybe, maybe. I don't know. Brighton keeps just dropping points over and over and over and over again. I mean, Liverpool had six oh. shots. Okay, six. I, I, I remember what I. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I, I remember what I wanted to say. This, if any, is a super um, illuminating stat. It, it, it basically explains why Aubameyang is playing bad. So we're not talking about per ninety. He has less total expected goals than Edinson Cavani. And he's and obviously he's played every single game. Cavani's yeah. played how many games? He's he played like what three off the bench. He hasn't started a game. Yeah. Really think about how bad that is. And he's Arsenal's main man. So he's he's not scoring, but he's also not getting chances. I, I haven't seen enough Arsenal games to like divvy up blame, but no matter who deserves the most blame, a lot of that has to go on Arteta because the number one thing they should be doing is getting a bombing the ball. I mean, in when I watch dangerous places. Really, all I see is I see Saka gets the ball, he dribbles up the line, 
takes a couple people on, and then passes it to the midfielder that switches to Bellerin, Bellerin crosses it, repeat. That's literally what they do every single time they play. It's actually... That is their it's, it's, only way of attacking, is crossing it with Bellerin. They cannot create chances through the middle whatsoever. We kind of got a gift that they have Arteta, and they said he was amazing now, because it, it got a little bit old and tired to just be like, Arsenal sucks, Arsenal sucks, Arsenal sucks. But then they thought they were good again, so now it's fun again to me. Oh yeah, they actually got their good guys, season. And I remember, I remember, do you guys remember the first? Sorry, remember that first game? Um, they beat Fulham three zero, and you guys were like, "Oh, Arsenal yeah. had a good win." I'm like, Arsenal played horrible. They didn't even deserve to score three goals. And you saw like all over Twitter and everything, and we're at it. Arsenal fans are like, "Oh, we're actually good this year. Ten is the goal." No, none, none, none of us said they were great though. None yeah, of us said anything too I watched the game. Like Arsenal didn't look good, and then since then it's just that was their only good yeah. result of the season. Like. They're actually so trash, though. Like, I, I mean, I know they always are, but like, like they're like genuinely bad this year. It's like, so bad. It's not like they're missing chances like usually. It's not like games where they should have won and they're not winning. They're just like a mid-table team, like genuinely, and it's so amusing to me. I mean, it's similar to, and it's even it's weird now too, though, because like they kind of have a defense now. For some reason, like they're not conceding I goals. Mean, and they is Gabriel like their top scorer? Did you see the goals and the Wolves game? <laughs> you say they have a defense. I mean, they're not getting scored on, though. <laughs> Bro, did you see the goals though? They were so bad. Oh my god. Honestly, I wa- I watched that entire game, but I was so bored I I couldn't pay attention. I'm <laughs> gonna say it straight up. Bro, literally the first goal, Trevor just completely rinses Tierney and he just crosses it in. Was that one? That, that was the one that was a, a rebound, right? Yeah, he heads it in. Dendalker hits the post. This, all the, there's like four defenders on, who was it? I think it was, was that Neto's goal? Who scored that one? I forget. Or was that Pudence? I don't remember who scored the first one. Pudence, Pudence. scored the first he, one. Yeah, he, yeah. He did a little like, chip over the guy's foot. No, that's the second one. That's the second one. Oh, yeah. Oh, Neto, Neto. Yeah, the first one was Neto, yeah. They're, they're both wrong. Walker hits the post. There's four defenders, and they just stare at the ball, and he just taps it in. And the next one, again, it's just the ball just follows them. He just flicks it over Gabriel, and Gabriel just looks at him like, oh. Like, it doesn't even know what he's doing. Like, <laughs> they were so bad. Like, when, when Adama had that assist, I was like, that's, that's my guy. He was in my uh-huh. top 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he was destroying them. Completely destroying them. Everything, what I was... I see, everything I've seen, he's a beast. That I mean, I've heard he he plays worse when he starts, right? Like yeah, he's, he's always he's, he's like but... if you compare to basketball, he's just like a superstar sixth man, but like he's not a starter. Like Lou Will. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know what's wrong Lou Will. That's the perfect comp. Actually, he's a pretty good. A, a twenty twelve James Harden. Oh my gosh. Um but what I was gonna say earlier was I was gonna compare Mikel Arteta to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and their manager <laughs> careers. I was gonna say they both came in and did well at the beginning. That's such a roast. That's so, and, that's why I was and then as, so funny. As Solskjaer was doing bad, now Arteta's doing bad, even though I guess party is hurt. Um, but what, what if in January they come and they go and sign, I mean, they've been linked to Erickson. I really hope that doesn't happen, but they go and sign someone that just revitalizes the team 
and they somehow get a European Why would they sign Ericsson and then not give Ozil minutes? They're the exact same player, in my opinion, at this point of their career. Like Honestly. I was about to say, is Ericsson still good? I we don't I don't know, dude. He doesn't Ericsson, play anymore. Ericsson's I think that should play. but he that should tell you something. He's not a workhorse player. He's again he is a what's the word for it? Um, a, a luxury, luxury player. He's a luxury player. Same as Ozo. Same as Deli Ali. They're all luxury players. That yeah, but oh well, I know a little more about Ozo. It's not just that Ozo's a luxury. Like Ozo fell off. A lot of people, for some reason, think that if he were to just go to another or not go to another team, a lot of people think if Arsenal just put him back in the lineup that he'd be playing good. Like the last several times we've seen him. He's just not that great. When was like, the last time we did see him? A long time how, ago, how, but how, I, how, I, like, I remember. How, but you said, but he he wasn't having actual stretches where he was playing games. It'd be like one-off games where he'd get to get a start and expect to change the game because like, oh Ozo's finally back in the line in the lineup. Oh, so he does. He doesn't have a good great game, and then he doesn't play for ten games. So like, there's there's a reason he's not playing though. They they use, they put him on the field, and it, it was not pretty. <laughs> well, I feel like the old number ten isn't really can't really be used anymore. I feel like teams are are too much of workhorses. I feel like the players' stamina has gone up so much that they're able to just run the entire game. And I feel like players like Ozil. Who's get outran and get outworked every single game they play? That's just and that's just how they play. I feel like it's gonna work so, because there's players if, like De Bruyne who can still do what Ozil can do going forward, but he's also a workhorse on defense. And I feel like he, like Ericsson as well. He's just not. They have no defensive capabilities whatsoever. They don't have the energy to put in all that like work into the game. So basically, like, we're saying if Adama's Lou will, Ozil's Roy Hibbert. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's actually a super interesting thing, and I have no idea how I feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> actually, well, this is interesting. So I, I was just looking at the Brighton Liverpool games. I don't have it up before. Um, Basuma won eight tackles, Liverpool won 13. Oh no. Do not wait. <laughs> oh god, really? Did that I was the that was, wait, we hear you again, but that was the worst yet. <laughs> oh it was. Am I back now? No. Uh. Hello, hello, hello. I mean, yeah, but then you weren't for a second. If this whole pe- podcast is messed up, I'm gonna be mad. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what if it's just us two super laggy and cut or normal? <laughs> no, no, well it'll get it'll it'll pick up my audio. And I, I hear you guys fine the entire time. All right, perfect. Yeah, but yeah, but the couple times where it was messed up, you you heard us fine those times too. Yeah, but that's for a different thing. That's not because because of, of lag. That's you, just, so uh, you think you fixed that's it? Just OBS issues. I think I fixed it. I mean, it hasn't happened since I changed some things. But yeah, so what I said was, uh, Basuma won eight tackles for Brighton in that game, and Liverpool only won thirteen in that entire game. Good for him. Well, <laughs> good I for him. Basuma. Imagine if we had Basuma and Hoysberg. I want to buy Basuma, bro. I want to buy the Brighton. He'd be that. I, I want. I want to buy White. I want to buy Basuma. I want to get Lamptey. And I want to get Trossard. Oh, I'll be so happy, bro. So happy. Just buy their whole team. It'd be amazing. Um, 
But yeah, we could go on to... We don't even really have to talk about this, but City beat Burnley 5-0. Riyad Mahrez, a well, we very, to, very good winger, got a hat trick. We have to what? Yeah, you, 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 have, you have to shut that out. We can't just not touch him. On, on Amara's hat trick, that was that was brilliant. Pretty, yeah. he know he knows who he is. He he knows he knows he could be the top winger in the Prem if he wanted to. <laughs> he just let Salah and Mane get get all the praise. Yeah, and son, and son. We were we were getting. You think you think Mara's is holding back? Jerry, oh, hundred percent. Holding back. It it's it's sort of like Tangy, you know. If they just gave him the ball more. <laughs> Mara gets out. the ball and and puts up great stats. He's he's. Ad- couldn't disagree with you more. There's, <laughs> there's no way Mars is holding something back from him. He's a yeah, great no. player, but he's not. I'm Mar- joking. I'm joking. Okay. But he is very good. <laughs> he is very good, and, and he gets he gets the recognition to an extent. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. But me and Joey were getting called out for having him like top four on our list while we were doing the list. You were. Yes, I don't remember that at all. Yes, Case was going us crazy. No, we both had Mars. No, you got called we out because we had Mars. No, we no, both I, had, I remember. I we remember. both had Mars over Sterling. That's why we we're getting yeah, called out. You were out. getting called out because you had Sterling below Mares and Zayek. Yeah, but because no, wait, did I have him below both of them? I don't remember. Let me look at my. Yes, list. no, you did. You definitely did. Um, I. Let me see. I, I had Sterling definitely before. Oh, no. Oh, I it was definitely Sterling Mahrez for me. I got called out for having... No, Rashford both of you. Me. I had Rashford above Sterling. That's why everyone got mad. Oh, my God. Well, let's see. I'm sure it's safe to clear. It's not. Yeah, but I had Mahrez for And so did, I'm pretty sure Joey did as well. And I had Sterling seven. Where Case had Sterling second. Oh, wow. I did have ZH <laughs> in front of Sterling. Wow, I'm crazy. No, you're not. <laughs> I, I, I feel like they have. I mean, we don't we don't have to rehash that, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, we don't. I think Mars is overall better. Like, it's not it's not even a, it's not even a thing. Like saying Sterling's bad, I just think Mars is just better overall. He's but insane. but so um, so is that second goal he scored, bro, was so good on the the Walker throwing, bro. He rinsed them so hard. There's literally no players in the league better than him cutting onto his left foot and just curving it top corner. Like, he does it so consistently. It's literally all of his goals are just him getting the ball, doing a shimmy, cutting it inside, left foot, top corner. Shimmy, left foot, top corner. Over and over and over again. He's always doing it. Like, he's so good. So, is is City back? Is <laughs> City back? I mean, that was Burnley. <laughs> well, <laughs> Burnley, but it, it was City pretty back, impressive. The thing is, if City wins that game that in hand they're in fourth place so it's so like what are you they, saying they, they never went anywhere it's not like they've been gone it's just they have Fulham next they, they haven't had a striker the entire season well for, forget the table they have Manchester looked, Derby they haven't looked particularly great well I think the Sorry, biggest issue is they're holding midfielders I feel like they need to sort out that issue I think they need, they need to change their tactic and stop trying to play double pivot I think they need to go back to the old city ways. What, what double pivot are they playing? Um, Rodri and who? Cancelo? I mean, Rodri and Gundogan played the last game. But a lot of times they played Rodri in front I'm, of the I don't think they've been... They haven't been playing the double pivot, though. Gundogan hasn't played that many games. It's been Fernandinho and Rodri a lot. I mean, I can look at all their lines no, from their not, games. Not the games. I, I, saw, I, saw, I saw a good amount of city games. I don't, I don't think they've been playing that much. 
well, double pivot. You're, you're, you're thinking about the game. If right? anything, when you're playing a 3-1-4, the, the 3-1-2-4. And those games, they don't play the double pivot, and they look so good going forward. Well, they kind of do. They, they, they actually kind of do, but it's it's Roger and Cancelo. They played Cancelo in midfield more than like three or four games. Like, like he was not left back at all. When, when defending, yeah. But they pushed him in, into center mid with Rodri. Yeah, so so far this but, year, they've played a 4-2-3-1 four times. They've played a 4-3-3 four times. And then they played the 3-1-4-2 once. Yeah, but I I just don't believe that. I mean, you know that's not true because they had that Arsenal game that me and you watched. Bet that the if you look that up, they, they say the formation was four in the back. And and that well, was it four two in the back? back? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was three in the back. It was Walker, Ake, Diaz, and Cancelo was fully in the midfield. Oh no, yeah, yeah, they had that down. That was the three, one, two, four we were just talking about. They have it down. That down. was the three. Yeah, yeah. But they the did three. that. They did that again, though. I don't know. Cause that's when they were. Cause they anyway, were, what what was your they, point again? Wait, it's actually really funny. I just realized when they played that formation, that three back, they played Phil Foden as the left as like the left mid. Maybe, maybe he is a left back. <laughs> I was right. He wasn't left. He wasn't fullback. He was not fullback. Wing back, wing you back. you you remember? We said it was a front four. And he was <laughs> I, left I, I, wing. Wingback voted. Wing <laughs> yeah, Mara's is their top scorer so far this year. Dang, shows really shows. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then the other side of Manchester. But are, what? But but are they back though? I don't think they really ever left. I feel like they. You don't think they ever left? Yeah, no way they ever left. They're silly. They had no left back to start the season because Mendy picked up an injury and he's already trash. They had no Ruben Diaz when Laporte was out forever and didn't have um, Ake playing at first. And then they had no Aguero, no Jesus. They weren't playing for Antoine as the false nine in the beginning. Uh, Bernardo Silva has been having injury issues as well. Gonna one, I'm pretty sure, started the season had an injury issue. Like they literally had, had no one playing. Like they started the season, they were playing like Stones and Garcia. Their, their number one problem, yeah, only only for like a couple of games. But their number, but regardless, their number one problem was not having having that striker. So so you're saying that they just never went anywhere. It, it was injuries. But then again, as as we can all see, teams are gonna have to deal with injuries. So yeah. That's good. That's gonna be interesting. Like, although they didn't have Aguero or Jesus, that probably won't. That's that could happen again, but at, at least they have cover because Jesus is really good. Uh, also, Joe, to answer your question, Lacazette is Arsenal's top scorer this year. Whoa! <laughs> With three, then Gabriel and Aubameyang have two. Okay, Gabriel's up there. You have to admit, though, like the the lineup they put out pretty good lineups and and underperformed in in a lot of these games. So I I need to see them. This game was a good start for them, and honestly, I was hoping that that this wouldn't happen. Obviously, but uh, because Manchester City is is continues to be my prediction to win the league. Yeah, no, but, me too. But hundred um, percent. But. Yeah, if they play like if they win the next game like three 0 playing good football again, I'd say they're back against Fulham. Yeah, again against Fulham. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, yeah, all right, you guys. I you mean, guys want? 
Oh, you go. So, yeah, so far right now, Kane and Son. Kane has seven goals. Son has nine. Our next highest score is Aurier with one. <laughs> Jeez. That's crazy. Jesus. Saying no variety. You, need, you guys need to mix it up. Tangy has one. Tangy has a goal. Tangy has one. <laughs> and you got Tangy. Um, got four. Zuma's got three. Tammy, three. Jorginho, three. Chilwell's two. All right. So um, you, you, you want to take it? You want to take it across the street to yeah United? to the to the super sub of. Of God, I guess, or the best super <laughs> sub ever, basically. The number Wanna 10 on my striker list, Edison Cavani. Wannabe Giroud, Edison Cavani. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't go that far. Do not go that far. Oh my God. Do not go that far in terms of what? Do you think Cavani can't shine Giroud shoes? You, you cannot compare a non-World Cup champion to a World Cup champion. <laughs> um, uh, But yeah, no, Southampton had that game too, man. And then Cavani came on and... Was the only one that reacted to deflected crosses. <laughs> I was sad. I was sad because I, I, I predicted that that Southampton and Wolves were gonna win, and yeah, I, I was I was mad when they came back. And Premier League pick them? <laughs> but uh, nah, just in my house. But um, uh. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it was it was it was the Cavani show. Bruno got in the score sheet as he always does. I think. Anyone that was talking trash is starting to realize. Wait, this guy's actually kind of good. But, uh, <laughs> or, or if you thought he was kind of good, I think you gotta at least be like, wait, he's really good. <laughs> anyway. Okay, um, okay. I think it's Bruno, time to wrap it up. Bruno Fernandez. Yeah, sorry, Jack is just better. But uh, so continue. <laughs> I never want to talk about that again. Lol. I don't think we have to continue on the game. Anybody want to talk about that game? <laughs> Not me. I didn't watch it. I mean, I don't. I Southampton folded. Every team has a fold once. Southampton. Way too open. Yeah. To play right through them. Greenwood should have scored. Um, yeah, he should have. I remember. He had two very good opportunities. Um... And yeah, I mean, Cavani's good apparently. I yeah. Moment of the game is the fact that he got subbed out. Well, he was quote unquote hurt. He got injured. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. But it, your favorite moment should have been the fact that he dived into his own goal for the second time in one week. For your boy, your boy James Ward Prowse's free kick goal. Oh my god! Yes, sir, bro. Ward Prowse another goal. Really think about that. Wait, really think about that though. How do you how do you dive? Into your own goal twice in one week. Ask Meslier. <laughs> ask or and ask me. You could ask him as well. He literally jumped into the goal holding the ball. That's what I'm telling you. He's trying. Oh that was so funny. Oh. Yeah, James Ward has six goal contributions in the midfield in 10 games. That's insane. That is so impressive. Yeah. The only other uh, big game we didn't we didn't really touch on was Arsenal Wolves, which didn't feel like a big game <laughs> because yeah, Wolves aren't, aren't the best to watch, and what well, or sorry Arsenal aren't the best to watch, and and, and then yeah, so it, it might as well have been like Wolves v. I don't know. I almost said Wolves be Brighton, but then Cutter would have been like, wait, Wolves be Brighton? Where where, where do I sign? <laughs> but um. <laughs> 
I mean, I, we, we, we touched on that game a little bit already when we were talking about Arsenal and their poor defending. Um, like also there. just also just them being trash. Like Wolves without Jimenez is not that great of a team. Yeah. <laughs> and they they didn't even draw, they lost. I mean, really think about how our I, I know we were we were dogging on them before, so you're right, we did touch on them, but they didn't score a goal in five games. <laughs> it, it, Five games. They haven't won in their last six. This is a team that wants to be top four. They have a six-game, not a six-game unbeaten streak. They have a six-game beaten streak. Or the header and a penalty. So, sorry, not, be, not beaten streak because they had draws. But you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro, I don't I haven't, know. I haven't won a game. I don't know. That's just... Their one goal in the past six games is from Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Are, are you, are you kidding me? Well, then maybe it's five games because they... No, no, they no. Literally... It, was in that, it, was, it was in that stretch. They had no goals from open play. It was in that games. stretch? Yeah, yeah. They had, five Damn, goals. I, they I, had I, no goals from open play for five games. Trust. Did they win, did they win the game no, where he scored? No, no. Who, who did he score against? Um, what game was it? It wasn't Austin Villa. Was it as a bigger team? Man U. Man, Man U, yeah, so they did win. Yeah. yeah. So they hadn't scored a game from open play in um in the last five in five games. Yeah, but they but they did have a win. One in six. My bad. They had a, they had a win <laughs> on a penalty against bum ass Manchester United United. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> that game was oh I lost in that game. Second half, I think. Did we? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. But the other yeah, we did. thing I want to talk about, um, Jack Grealish played insane against West Ham, and I feel so sorry for him because his team was horrible. <laughs> they were, also, that was so bad. You watched the highlights, right? Yeah. Poor Villa. Or poor Grealish, I mean. Dude. Poor guy. I really hope he comes to us, but he's going to be riding City's bench next season. My man completed eight dribbles in a game where only... How many were completed? Bro, literally, West Ham completed five dribbles the entire game, and Grealish had eight. The rest of his team had six combined. But he had eight? Yes, eight. Oh, my God. That's more, <laughs> that's, that's more than Neymar. Good. <laughs> yeah. Like... He had an insane game. I mean, he has the highest match rating out of every player in the league right now. He's playing yeah, he's going off. out of his socks right now. He's going off. Yeah. Good for him. You, you know what else is going off? Yeah, I don't know. Burn up. Huh? Wait, they have the same amount of goal contributions, except Jack Hill doesn't have the four penalties that Bruno has. Ooh. Yeah. Ollie Watkins has a missed penalty though. Bruno doesn't have the three. Bruno doesn't have the four deflections that Jack Grealish has, so it equals okay. it even though. Jack Grealish is Grealish also has, higher on the table. Has less shots per game, and he has three man of the matches compared to Bruno's one. Oh no, I lied. What's worse, a penalty or deflection? Penalty. Definitely a deflection. Well, depends, bro. His I don't know. They weren't that bad. Like, they weren't. 
They weren't like <laughs> some of them were. They weren't like the some of them were. Okay, but they, no, in the Liverpool game, true, true, in that true, Liverpool true. game, they were just it was just pinball. Okay, okay no, no, no. But he had two goals and three assists <laughs> in that game. You can't even like step to him. Like that game. Oh, that was such. And like the, against West Ham, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But that Liverpool game was. You just kick the you just kick the ball anywhere and it, and it would go in the net. <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny game. I had no intentions of watching that game, and my dad was just like Liverpool or Aston Villa's up four 0 and I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> I and like, I go to watch it, and then it's so it's like five, six, so seven. I was in a call with like I think like eleven people watching that game like off the start. And then it just all went downhill. There's three Liverpool guy people in the call. It was amazing because there were like two maybe United game players or United fans because we just watched the Spurs United game and they're like, "Oh my, this is the worst day ever." And after that game, they're like, "I don't care that we lost six one. This is amazing." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was that was such a fun day for me. I got to watch Jack Wheeler go crazy and watch Sun and Spurs go crazy and. Man, that was that was such a good game. All right, boys. I think I think it's time. Yeah, I agree. You guys want to touch up on? I mean, there's Leicester Fulham game. I'm I'm good. Yeah, but but Fulham won. Wow. Sheffield is trash. Um, Sheffield lost to West Brom. Yep. Newcastle won. Another. We didn't even talk about Wilson earlier. Got goal on this. I think. Him and Johnson both got a goal and assist in that game. Um, somehow Patrick Bamford. Yeah, they both got goal assists. Four shots per game, and he's not the top scorer. I don't know how. My Fulham man scored a penalty. Has he Fulham scored a penalty? That's the big one. Believe that. <laughs> Crazy. They they almost didn't. Schmeichel got his fingertips to it. That was a great penalty. Yeah, but yeah, it was actually Bamford has forty shots and only seven goals. Leeds has 40 shots in the last two games and only one goal. So. Compared to... <laughs> he's he's outperforming the team. Compared to Erling Holland, who has like 90 shots and 70 goals. Yeah, yeah. Shots on target. Shots on target. Shots on target. Yeah, that's like no, but that's it's, like it's, it's still insane. It's still insane. But but even better. Holland, would take, he takes like two shots, scores like one a game. Ronaldo, Lewandowski, they take like... or And those type of players, they take like three to five. Oh, you know, like, okay, so do it, does, it doesn't make sense. Uh, I don't what? know if you guys have looked at it, but don't if you haven't. Uh, who do you think has the best match rating for every position so far this year? So, like, I'll go through them all, but who do you think has, been the, has the best goalie match rating so far? Mandy? Um, Darlo. Darlo, yep. Um, right back. <laughs> Lamptey? Hmm. Lanty. Nope. Reese James. Left back. I was thinking it was maybe Reese James. Chilwell. Yeah. Regulon. Oh, because Chilwell scored twice. So that boost is rating like crazy. Um, center back, should you want to get one of them? 100%. Because. Zuma. Yeah. How many goals? Uh... Yeah, Zuma. Oh, I. I... I would have, I wouldn't have said Zuma, so I'm stupid. But. <laughs> and then the other center back, there's no way you. Wait, so the whole back line is Chelsea. Wait, please tell me it's Thiago Silva. <laughs> it's not. It's not. You won't guess this one. Joe Roden. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Well, actually, I'm, wait, I'm, wait, wait. I don't know why Serge Aurier isn't in this because his match. What? Rating, Serge Aurier's match rating. Wesley Fofana. Oh uh, no, it's a good guess. Ooh. Oh, it's just any defenders. No, he's been playing. No, he's five. been he's been playing the left center back I'm of confused. a five. I'm confused because Aurier's match rating this season is like a seven point eight. Well, I guess because he hasn't started enough games, he doesn't make the list. I guess. Alright, I have to go build this coffee okay. table, guys. Oh, oh, um, Alright, let's go, let's go. Two <laughs> go build a coffee table. <laughs> Bruno Grealish. Grealish's account as a left wing. Uh, so why was he in our center mids? Because he's, he's in a left attacking midfielder. He's an attacking midfielder. He plays off the left. Oh, okay. Um... But by the way, James, if anyone that thinks James is a right wing is stupid. Hoybier. He goes. Yeah, exactly. No, no. But specifically James. Hoybier, hell no. Grealish is in it, but you've got the other two, the other two midfielders. There's a right winger, obviously, and then a center mid. Uh, oh, James oh, and yeah, James is De Bruyne. Nope. De Bruyne. Nope. Oh, just tell us. Oh, you should go to guess this. Come on. Come on, Joey. You got this. Hoybier. Tangy! I know. It's not Tangy. McGinn. No. It wasn't McGinn. Bro, just tell us. I don't know. Nah, you you guys should have figured out. Ross Barkley. We were were just talking about him. Uh, I I, I don't even... We were talking about... Oh, James Ward-Prowse. There you go. James Ward-Prowse. And up top, you should have guessed what he's pretty quick. Kane. And... Son. No. Oh, Calvert-Lewin. Calvert-Lewin. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that was Bend It Like Batman Trivia, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now monthly. Maybe. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> monthly. Are you going to go to seasonal? Oh, wait, no, that <laughs> was seasonal. I mean, the only players in the seasonal that are in the weekly are James Ward-Prowse and Grealish. And Meslier, John Stones, Arbonne... Um, Carby Reed, Mares, De Bruyne, Jesus, and Joanne all made it this week. Anyway, that was a that was a pretty nice podcast. I I, I, I like this trio and the, we, the, the way the, huh? <laughs> the only two players that are in the monthly, the seasonal, and the weekly are James Ward Prowse and Jack Grealish. Well, the weekly is arbitrary. Anyway. Yeah, but they're all three. All right, cool. take it away, John. Um, <laughs> Johnny's just mad. Matter what, it doesn't John, matter. Johnny, go. <laughs> all right, thanks for tuning in to episode 12 of the Bend It Like Bender podcast. We'll see you next time.